Hello, fellow Rebel Capitals. Hope you're well. So I am back from St. Bart's. I'll tell you all about it in another video. But right now, we got to go over the big news. Jerome Powell and Jackson Hole coming out and talking about what the Fed may do next. Let's get right over to Zero Hedge and check it out. Let's do the screen share. And here we go. So the first quote from Fed Chair Powell. Very hawkish. A long way to go is what he is saying about current consumer price inflation. And keep in mind, I think this is just him saying, okay, what do I want the market to do? Therefore, what do I need to say to mark to get the market to do what I want it to? I think most people take the Fed Jerome Powell kind of at face value. Like, okay, well, what is he saying? Well, whatever he says he's going to do, he's kind of giving us some insights as to how the Fed is thinking. No, 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 no. I do not believe that at all. I believe the Fed is simply saying, okay, this is a PSYOP. Not not, not like a, a conspiracy theory. This is just a psychological operation. What do we want the market to do? Okay, we want the market, the stock market to go down. We want uh, you know the long end of the yield curve to go up. We want the unemployment rate to go up. Okay, how can we do that outside of raising rates? So there's just the raising rates bucket, and then there's the psychological component. Anything he says at Jackson Hole, I would take with a grain of salt as far as how it pertains to actual interest rate policy. I would look at everything through the lens of psychology. So what he's saying here by taking a hawkish stance is not necessarily that they're going to raise rate. I don't think it gives you any insight there. What I think it does do is tell you that the stock market is still too high and the unemployment rate, or excuse me, the, uh, uh, yes, I'm sorry. The unemployment rate is still too low. So you say, well, George, isn't that just inflation high? No, but you got to remember, they look at this through the lens of the Phillips curve. So inverse relationship between the unemployment rate and inflation. So they narrow it down to just one thing, and that would be the unemployment rate. So they're just saying, what can I say to get the stock market down, to get the long into the curve up, and most importantly, to get unemployment higher? Now, let's, now once we understand that, let's get down into the key talking points per zero hedge. So economic uncertainty calls for agile monetary policy making as if there's a massive difference between 5.25 and 5.5. This is the arrogance of the Fed. Or again, it might just go back to psychology. I don't think that, let's give Jerome Powell the benefit of the doubt for a moment. He's smart enough to know that he can't just simply turn the dial of the economy or he, it, it, you know, inflation isn't just like a, uh, a thermostat that's on your wall that you just, oh boy, 68 degrees, a little too chilly. I, yeah, I'd like it more around 69 or 70. Let me just crank that up a couple degrees. He realizes that that interest rates, they're a very broad tool at the, at the, at the best. So, or, or very blunt tool at the best. So when they're talking about the agility, I think what they're more so talking about Again, it's not the bucket of interest rate policy. It's more so psychology. They're they're trying to land this plane mostly using psychology. So again, when he's talking about agility with monetary policy, I think it's more accurate to say agility with psychological policy. The Fed will decide next rate moves based on data. 
this is nonsense because if he was basing things on data, there's no way the Fed would continue to hike. But remember, if he just came out and told the truth, and he said, oh, yeah, by the way, the data looking down, I think we've done enough. We're going to go ahead and pause. What would happen? The stock market would rip. Uh, the long end of the curve would most likely go down. And therefore, that would put, I'm looking at this through the lens of the Fed, by the way. Then that puts or gives more tailwind to consumer price inflation, defeats the purpose. So he can't come out, no matter, even if he thought that interest rates were way too high, even if he thought there's no way he's going to continue to raise interest rates, he can't say that, at least in his mind. He can't say that or else it defeats the objective that he's trying to achieve. And again, that's unemployment, stock market down, long into the curve up. Attentive to signs, economy not cooling as expected. What are you talking about? See, this is where he just completely derails. And anyone that's paying attention sees this and knows, should know almost instantly that the Fed really isn't about monetary policy. They're about psychological policy. Inflation reigns too high. Okay, I'll give him that one. Process of bringing inflation down still has a long way to go, even with more favorable recent readings. Again, Phillips curve, unemployment rate, long into the curve. Two months of good data are only beginning of what we need to build confidence on the inflation. Two months? I mean, if we're looking at the CPI, wouldn't that be like nine months? It's gone from 9.1 all the way down to 3, 3.3. So that didn't happen in the last two months, but all right. We'll assume that he's talking about the unemployment rate and maybe combining that with core PCE or something like that. Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Serezna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Tony Greer, commodity trading. Jason Hartman, real estate. And Brent Johnson with Macro Economics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow rebel capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. Substantial further ground to cover to get back to price stability. Really? I mean, keep in mind that their, their definition of price stability is 2% inflation. So we were just down at three. I, I don't know that I'd consider that substantial, but okay. Again, I don't know if I consider that substantial, but that's looking at through the lens of actual monetary policy, assuming that's his objective. But we know that it's not, it's simply psychological. So for him to come out and say that they've got substantial further ground to cover, that makes complete sense. So again, I think that's the main takeaway here is when you look at this from as, as though, as they present it, this is all about monetary policy. None of this makes sense. But when you look at it in terms of psychology, it all makes sense. Okay, getting back to the key talking points. Slowing rents point to slow down in housing inflation. Okay, uh, need some further progress on non-housing services inflation. Right, but see there, well, where I would pick that apart would just be the 
excess savings decreasing. We've talked about that on this channel quite extensively. And then, of course, people having to pay back their student loans. Uh, in fact, I might do a video on this today, but I was reading last night. I can't remember where I read this, but I'd have to pull it up again. Maybe the Wall Street Journal, where they counted how many times on this uh, on the earnings calls from these CEOs and CFOs over the past like two or three weeks, how many times the student loans have been mentioned or the fact that they're going to have to start repaying back, repaying the student loans. And uh, they had like a chart of what is average and then what we've seen over the last three or four weeks. And it just like skyrocketed. It's like 10x what <laughs> uh, how often they normally talk about student loans. So these CEOs are, are really, really, really cognizant of it. And they're quite concerned. So I don't know why the Fed wouldn't discuss that while they're talking about um, you know inflation and what we see coming down the pipe. Need further progress on non-housing. Okay, policy is restrictive, but Fed cannot be certain what the neutral rate level is. Yeah, the, the neutral rate. Can, can you not determine what the neutral rate is by the 10-year treasury being 120 basis points under Fed funds? <laughs> that doesn't give you any insight as to what the neutral rate would be. And by the way, you're, 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 the yield curve that the Fed says is the most powerful indicator, the near-term forward spread, that's still inverted by 100 basis points. That, that doesn't give you any insights as to where the neutral rate might be and that it might be a little bit lower than where Fed funds is now. Come on. Above trend growth could warrant more Fed rate rises. Getting back, getting inflation back to 2% likely requires below trend growth. Okay, so they're talking about nominal GDP, I guess. Lowering inflation also likely to require softer labor markets. It goes back to the the uh, the uh, the inverse relationship, or in their minds, you know, the Phillips curve, the inverse relationship between labor market and inflation. Sign job markets is not cooling could also require more Fed action. Sees, uh, see, in there again, but this is that in and of itself tells you this is nonsense because he knows that that's a, a lagging indicator. Sees evidence inflation becoming more responsive to labor markets. Sees July PCE at 3.3, core at uh, 4.3. All right, fair enough. But what's interesting is they're not even talking about the money supply or velocity. So let's just assume that the unemployment rate does stay low. And they would say, oh my gosh, now we've got this wage price spiral. How does that wage price spiral work? How does that continue on indefinitely if the money supply is going down and the velocity is not increasing substantially? How does that work? Like I get it, all these input costs go up, therefore they have to raise prices. But at a certain point, the people can't afford to pay the higher prices. And then the margins get squeezed and then the businesses go out of out of business because the consumer is just robbing Peter to pay Paul. Fine, I get it. Your input costs are higher. Fine, I get it. Wages are higher. You got to pay them more to hold those employees. Great. Fantastic. But that, but the employee's pay isn't going up with the rate of inflation. So if there's negative real wages, even if those wages are going up in nominal terms, that means that the purchasing power is going down and they're having to sacrifice certain things that they otherwise would have purchased just to put a roof over their head to pay for food, etc. And therefore, you see the price of the stuff people need going up, the price of the stuff that people want going down. But I don't see how that you just have this long-term inflation without the money supply and velocity increasing. 
So it, from that aspect, I'm definitely in the, in the monetarist, the Milton Friedman camp. But I would put a caveat in there that the money supply needs to be, it's not just about money supply growth. It's about money supply growth relative to output. All right, there you go. So main takeaway here is kind of what we already knew from the standpoint of the Fed is more about psychology than they are about monetary policy. And then Jerome Powell still coming out hawkish, very, very hawkish, which is kind of what you would expect because he wants that long end to go up and he wants the stock market to go down. He wants the unemployment rate to go up. And until those three things happen, even if he's raising rates or not, I would assume that he's going to continue with this extremely hawkish tone. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market capitalism. We'll see you in the next video.